So I know we've all dated crazy men, and it's evident by the feedback I have been getting for my last podcast. So I'm going to jump right into 11 to 20. If you did not hear the first part of this, please do so. We don't want to spoil anything. So number 11, psycho men are very promiscuous. And let's just call it what it is. They're whores. They require sex all of the time, even if you don't want to give it to them. And I've been doing a lot of research and based on what I see, you know, a lot of them are bisexual. Somebody's going to say, Toy, you should talk, but this is different. They don't necessarily find both sexes attractive, but they need a sexual release. It is imperative to these men to get a sexual release. And because of it, this is number 11 on my list. Number 12, based on what I've been seeing, a lot of these psychopaths, they've had behavioral issues as children. People noticed the signs, but most hoped they would go away. They didn't. They stayed around and well into the adulthood where they started impacting everybody else. So I think that they were having behavioral problems mainly because they weren't really giving or receiving the attention rather that they needed. We talked about it a little bit, you know, from my last podcast about if they aren't really held as babies or loved on, they aren't able to show that. So they look at people as objects similar to what they would do for characters in video games. They have zero emotions. You know, if they lose out in a video game, all right, then I'll restart it and try again with the new list of characters. That's how they view life. Number 13, they lack the ability to make realistic long-term goals. I mean, these men are serial goal makers. They bring nothing to fruition, okay? Uh, in the beginning, you find this kind of cute. You know, there's nothing like having a dreamer around you. It's contagious, especially when folks take the dream to the end result. Not these guys. They're going to have a thousand ways to do things. They're going to have a thousand ideas and nothing will happen from it because they're too impulsive. How are they going to do anything? They can't even control themselves. So this is number 13 on my list. And I, I talk about this, well, I feel this is very important rather because like I said in the beginning, you find that it's cute, but it gets kind of annoying when it's long-term and they started talking or telling people that you both know um, of these goals. You know, it's, it's actually kind of embarrassing, but that doesn't mean they're not going to keep doing it. Number 14, we talked about impulsivity, but now I'm talking about something different, not necessarily um, emotionally driven. I'm talking about, let's say you're in the mall and the goal is to buy a shirt with your boyfriend and he happens to see a $500 watch. No, he can't afford a $500 watch, but he sees it. He will buy this watch. And you can try your best not to convince him to buy this watch. You're going to actually make things worse for yourself because because you're so mad at him for buying this watch, he's going to be stimulated like we talked about last week. And 
his stimulation from uh, getting off on the fact that you are enraged will only inspire him to make more bad decisions. So this is number 14 on my list. The next one is big. Psycho men are mainly irresponsible. Look, when you first met him, he looked the part. He looked clean. But again, that's all worms on a hook to catch a fish. That's all it is. These men have zero responsibility. You will be taking care of this man. Make no mistake, best friend. This is your new child. They often won't have good credit. They won't be able to pay their bills due to being impulsive. If left alone, they will probably die. But they will not be left alone because they will find another host to attach themselves to. We talked about being a parasite last week. These men are the worst kind of men that you can get involved with. In the beginning, too, if they have a little bit of cash, they will pour all of this cash on you. And that's all a part of making you feel guilty now that the majority of the relationship, they are broke. That's all a part of it. So in the beginning, you're getting dates. You're getting a couple, two, three pocketbooks. Um, you're going to the movies, uh, you're getting your head did, your nails, and then the well will run dry. And this will be your man child for the duration of your relationship. This is facts. And this is number 15 on my list. The next one is they fail to accept responsibility for anything. Okay. Um, and I'm not talking about emotionally, you know, not showing empathy. I mean, they won't accept responsibility. They will take that credit card girl and run that thing out. And their only response will be, well, it should have been more money on it. When it comes to responsibility, if you're looking for that, these are not your guys. They simply won't apologize for anything. They don't care. The next one I found a little interesting is, and this is number 17, by the way, is they will have many short-term relationships and often many marriages that are short-term, okay? Um, they have to have many relationships. First of all, nobody, when they finally realize what kind of person they're dealing with, will keep this man around for the duration of the time. At some point, she's going to wake up. It could be the fact that he has ran her credit through the roof or stolen all her money, um, that he beat her, um, that he slept with her best friend. I don't care what it, whatever her breaking point is. At some point, she's going to get rid of this dude. And as a result, he's in and out of relationships. He has to be. The kind of woman that he'll be able to stay with a little bit longer is someone who really doesn't care that much, which is weird, but it makes sense. You know, she could be really busy, have her own life, just uh, want somebody to, you know, to go out with and have a good time with every now and again. She may not really care, but even her, she's going to get rid of him after a while. This man is a serial relationship haver, if that's even a thing. Okay. And that is number 17 on my list. Number 18, he's going to probably have a juvenile past. Now, I got in a little trouble back in my day too. And considering the books that I write, somebody could consider me a psychopath, but I'm not. Um, Anyway, but that's what they say. Uh, <laughs> but these people have had a past. And a lot of times, though, it's more violent than anything. And they have learned to adapt. But back in the day, if you have a psychopath, check that history. 
more times than not, they've had run-ins with the laws. Is it the laws or law? Law. Okay. Number 19. Also, check their driver's licenses because a lot of times they may have been given some kind of uh, license or, 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 or some kind of responsibility and it was revoked because they often break the law. These people are kind of narcissistic, so they don't really believe that they have to follow anybody's rules, to be honest. So check their licenses. At some point, they may have broken the law. They may have had their license revoked, rather. Um, check and see, because that is coming up on my list. Number 20. The sad part about it is once they become adults, the behavioral problems that they had before, they go away. But it doesn't mean that these people are not still doing the thing. They are just smarter about it, you know, and that's scary because to know that they have adapted from children criminals to male criminals is scary. But the scariest part I found out on my research is they probably not getting caught. And I have a few honorable mentions. He probably hated his mother and all the people in his life. So if he doesn't have a relationship with his mother, pay attention to that. Okay. And then pay attention to the kind of mother that she is. You know, is she strange or, or whatever? Because psychopaths tend to have this real passionate, angry relationship with their mother. And so they unconsciously see the women who they interact with as representations of their mother. And that makes them even more scary. So I definitely, that one wasn't on the, the list that I found for research, but that is definitely an issue. Let's put it all together again. Everybody really seemed to like that when I put it all together. So I'm going to put it all together again, these last 11, these last 10 rather. Okay. So he done moved into your new house. You guys are pretending to be man and wife. And you notice that you keep finding condoms around, you know, his car, you know, and it's actually a new car because he had the other BMW, but, you know, he wasn't really feeling that. And, you know, that's your base. So you decided to tap your credit and go ahead and get him something a little bit nicer. And girl, he done fucked all through that car and it's used condoms everywhere. That's a sign that he's sexual promiscuous and you need to be careful. Not to mention if you get the occasional VD, you know, when you're well within your late 20s or 30s and VD should be a thing of the past. Now you're messing with it again. It's definitely because of him. And let's say you are able to get a hold to some of his relatives and he wants you to come to, let's say, a family reunion, which they hardly ever do because they never really want you to get to know the people of the past because they know that somebody's going to say something. So in this case, let's say he does invite you and you talk to a cousin, the cousin starts talking and telling you about all the stuff that he did when he was a kid and all the trouble he got into. And you're totally shocked because he acted like he came up with a silver spoon in his mouth and nothing ever happened to him in his past. Damn. You know, I ain't never think Kuzo was going to get another female. Why you say that? I'm just saying, I mean, after he raped that girl back in high school. What? Oh, he ain't tell you that? Nah. My bad. He gets up and walking off the whole time he has ruined your life. But that's your psycho. Stand back, girls. That man belongs to you. 
and let's say that you are away from this, you know, family reunion and you're back at home with your friends. And all of a sudden he starts making an announcement. He is going to go into the real estate business. And to prove how serious he is, he has tapped your bank account of $2,000 to buy a website, carts, and all this kind of stuff. You're horrified, but secretly you're kind of hoping that this thing does work because he keeps jumping in and out of jobs. But it ain't going to work, girl. Two weeks down the line, it's, hey, baby, so um, how's the business? Stop coming into me about all that shit. I ain't fucking with it no more. You mean the real estate business? You know what? I'm leaving. They never accept responsibility. And don't worry. But then I say about a month or two, he'll have another idea that he's going to want you to pay for. But that's just number 13 on my list. Guess what? It's his birthday. And you have went all out, girl. You have flown his ass from your state all the way to Hawaii. This man has never even left the state. And he is telling everybody. He's on the gram. He's calling folks who he ain't talked to in I don't know how long. I mean, this is major news. Everybody has to know, right? So y'all on the island and he's drinking and he's met some new people and he's having a good time. And then his ass gets up and says, drinks on me. Baby, what, what are you doing? What you mean? It's my birthday. I know, but you got money? Oh, so now your money ain't my money? Nah. You know what? Fuck this shit. I'm out. I didn't put this on the list, but he is a serial runawayer too, if that's a thing. Whenever it comes time to be confronted about his childish behaviors, he's going to more than likely answer to that with running away from the scene. And that actually goes right out of impulsivity, which is number 14 that I just mentioned with yelling out, I'll pay for everything to number 15, which is being irresponsible. This man has no credit or no responsibility. So he's going to make you pay for it, girl. You have to. You don't tell your friends and family that this is the love of your life. Nobody needs to know that you are basically fucking your child because that's what he is, a man child, until you make a decision to get rid of him. He belongs to you. And let's say y'all in the room now and you say, babe, I'm sorry. I like, no, it was your birthday, but you embarrassed me. I, I know it's just. You know, that was a lot of money. The the credit card came up to $500. Oh, so it ain't a problem for you to do whatever for your mother or, 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 or your father. But when it comes to me, what are you talking about, baby? I just bought you a car. That was last year. I know, baby, but, you know, I just can't. You can talk to your blue-in-the-face girlfriend, but he's not going to accept responsibility for it. Anything is always everybody's problems, but that's okay because guess what? Number 17 is coming. And when this nigga comes home from being out all night, you have his shit on the lawn and you have packed all of his things. Now, you know, you hit him to the core and you did because 
you have taken the parasite off of you and thrown it outside and that's all good. But this is a man that will continue to find somebody because there will always be a woman looking to have somebody warm in their bed instead of somebody who's warm in their heart. So that's 17, many long-term relationships. So you want to see how bad he really was. He's gone. You've done with him. But, you know, something about having somebody around you so close when you can be separated from them now, you, you realize how gross he was, how he used to do little things that were kind of nasty that you let go, like leave poop in the toilet and walk away, um, wear his underwear more than twice, even though you cleaned them many times and it was fresh underwear waiting. You know, it was a little things that, you know, you let go away and everything, but now you decided to dig a little bit deeper, girl. You done found out based on number 18 that he was a juvenile delinquent, you know, that he done had plenty of rape charges on his books and, and all other kind of stuff that he thought was going to be raced away, but you were still able to find. And then you went a little bit deeper and he didn't even have a license. You know, this is number 19. They done revoked his license and all of that. So he wasn't supposed to be on the road and you done bought him that car for nothing. And then two months later, while you're in bed, you get a phone call. Hello? Hey, is this Erica? Who's this? Erica, you don't know me, but I found your number. Who is this? My name is Pam. It's just, girl, Marco done beat me up and, I, and I'm in the hospital and and now I, I got to press charges on him and and I know he's going to pretend that he didn't do it and I just want to find it if there was anybody who has gone through anything that I've gone through poor Pam you've actually gone through worse I mean you don't find this dude and all that and he didn't gave you two venereal diseases it would have been a third but he convinced you that when you got the crabs you got it from the public toilet even though you don't sit down I mean in your book you know she got off easy but that was number 20 the criminal versatility. But ain't you glad you listened to my list? Okay, best friends, this is your best friend in a handbag toy. I hope you enjoyed this series. It has been so much fun reading your emails and things like that because there is nothing I like more than to help disconnect my best friends from people who I know they ain't got no business being around, especially when I done did so much dirt in my own life and dealt with so many creeps in mind that I feel like I can pass this information forward. Okay, babies, I'll be back soon. This is Toy, your best friend in a handbag. Have a good day.